Welcome to Functional Design Enclosure. I'm Christoph Newman. And I am Nate Jones. We're here to help you use closure and functional programming to make your everyday life as a developer less frustrating and more fulfilling. So, Nate, what's on your mind this week? Oh, Christoph. Um, well, I think the thing that's on my mind is that it is now the summer. And, and the is. summer is a fun time to try new things. Like closure. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, summer of closure. <laughs> yes, um, but I, yeah, I think I think it might be fun to uh, to switch it up a little bit. You know, um, instead of trying to uh, lead people through stories and 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 talk about problems that, that we've come up with, um, I think it might be fun to to do some to do some Q and A for the summer. Answer some yes. questions. Yes, let's do a QA this summer. Let's have the summer of questions, the summer of questioning closure. Oh, wait, <laughs> maybe maybe not that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Question everything else. Well, closure is the answer, right? Oh, oh, nice. Very nice. Yes, so this summer we're going to have Q&A, and to help us have the Q&A, we need... Well, your questions. <laughs> Send us your questions so we can talk about them as part of the podcast. We love your questions. Yeah, send us a, a question on Twitter by tweeting at Closure Design uh, or send us an email uh, if you prefer that at feedback at closuredesign.club. Um, Another so. fun way to get us your questions is to join our Slack channel on the Closurian Slack. It's a Closure Design podcast channel. You can show up over there and uh, send us your questions there, too. We might even discuss them there. <laughs> it's a great place to, for, for discussing. Yeah, we've been asking a few questions of people that have joined, and it's been fun to see uh, what their answers are, but we'd love to, for you to ask us questions. Yes. Yeah, so this week, since this is our first week at this, I think we should start with a question that we hear a lot. The question is, why do you recommend closure to someone? Or why do you recommend you should use closure? Hmm, that is a good Learn question. Learn and use. Because <laughs> I do recommend closure to everyone I meet. You know, my, my wife, yeah. my kids. I, I haven't annoyed too many people. Lots of people know that, I, that I'm a closure developer. Um, and, 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 and they often do ask, you know, why, 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 why should I use closure? Why is closure better than, why is closure a better experience than Ruby or, you know, Erlang or Python or something else. Yes, I suppose to qualify the question, uh, maybe we should say, why do you recommend closure to other developers? <laughs> right? Yes. As um, opposed to your cat or something. Yes. That yes. Wh whoever will listen to you. <laughs> well, yeah. I, so, so what? What's one? That, what's a top reason that comes to mind for you? I think. Uh, I think the, the biggest reason to me. Um, is is just how fast I can develop enclosure. Um, I, I I am continuously optimizing everything about what I do, um, almost to to a fault. And um, when I've started using closure with the with the with the connected editor, you know, with the REPL driven development, um, I I got to the point where I could develop much faster than in any language I had could previously. And so because of that, I was able to make my, I was able to try things out and make my designs um, take shape before my, before my eyes quicker 
and and then and 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 try things out and then change that and try things out um and and really like for me it was the the speed of development that really got me hooked in closure and why i think yeah. other people should use to try it yeah rapid iteration on just the part of the program you're working on i think Stu halloway call, calls it like programming with scissors right you're you're able to isolate just a section of code and just iterate rapidly and so yeah i totally feel the speed it's interesting because for me the speed took a while to come by and the the thing that really like I recommend for people to get started in closure has to do with just getting rid of side effects like that. It, it sounds kind of abstract, but like once you go down this road where like you've written all of this code that doesn't have these side effects. So, so, so you have uh, like the mountain of pure functions. Mm-hmm. It's so nice because I know that there isn't, going to be some other thing that's going to take the data and like screw it up right like i i can i can know that this data structure that i assembled using all these functions isn't isn't going to get changed out from under me by some other bit of code somewhere and and it's not going to get in this weird state and i'm like trying to track down where is that where's that line of code that screwed up the state of this thing yeah yeah absolutely um, and, 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 and taking side effects and, and moving them out. Side effects are often parts of the program where, uh, that, that take a lot of effort to, to do, you know, reaching out to the internet or yeah. pushing a button or, you know, getting, getting, getting your application into the right, you know, frame of mind so that you can actually run the code that you're, that's right in front of you. Right. Um, and they're hard to test because of those external resources sometimes that you have to get lined up like you have to actually make the database connection or make the socket connection sometimes to test these side effects or make the file, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I think, I think that's one of the reasons why you can be so fast. I can be so fast with, um, with my code iterating is that I often will have the section of my code that does side effects and it, it gives me, you know, pure data structures out of that. And then I hand those into the code that actually does, you know, it does the logic, it does all of the, so to speak, interesting things that my program only knows how to do. And those are usually pure functions. And because they're pure, I can run them very fast and repeatedly. Um, I can, and I, I can find bugs and rerun them, you know, and without having to go through all the steps of getting things back into that, my application back into that state. Yeah, definitely. So what about you, Christoph? Why would you recommend closure to someone? Well, another reason, in addition to no side effects that that come to mind for me, is um, just editing. Okay, this might sound crazy, but like once you discover par edit and you discover structural editing, uh, I guess it goes towards your speed thing. Like you don't realize what you were missing. <laughs> <laughs> until now you have it and you're like, how did I live without this? So so the ability to change the 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 code just so rapidly because Clojure has such a simple syntax, uh you, it's amazing how you can just just work with the code so quickly. Um just just editing the code is faster. 
Absolutely, absolutely. I I think that there's a lot a lot of the times criticism people have of closure is that there's so many parentheses, but because of structural editing and uh, the, the 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 keyboard commands that I use in in Vim personally to to create and move code around, I actually type the actual parentheses character relatively infrequently. I don't have. I don't yeah, actually have yeah. to. Par to, edit to puts edit. it all there for you. You yeah. know, it does all the indenting. It, it's super clear. It's like really easy for the parser to know where things should be because it's such a simple syntax. So now all of a sudden, your editor and the and uh, plugins or whatever for your editor have all this power to help you just just mold the code into what you want it to be. And so if if you're using closure without without structural editing if you haven't gone down that road oh yeah you've you gotta you gotta go down that road it's gonna be a little weird for a while well you you train your brain all the hotkeys but but after you get used to it so fast yeah and and you really feel it when you work with like a closure back end and a javascript front end um like i i remember switching into doing some front end work for a feature that i was writing the other day and it was just like i i felt like i was you know, you know, a bunch of thumbs on my hand. I could just, I couldn't get, I couldn't move as nearly as fast as I wanted to, um, because closure or because JavaScript doesn't have that same structural editing. Um, and so once you once you go for that, you, you your your mind then it gets impatient with other other languages. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, another reason why I would recommend closure to someone is uh, something that some people have, a lot of people have a hard time getting, wrapping their their minds around, which is immutable data structures. Uh, the idea that the the data that I get uh, will never change, the the value of that data will never change, and so I can I can pass it to any other thread I want. There's there's no synchronizing locks around it. Um, you you can you. you Editing it and, and changing it is really quick too, so you don't have to worry about like uh, blowing up your memory. Um, but just the the great simplifying uh, property of, of all the data being uh, immutable really makes it so that a lot of times, you know, your your the the program's just a lot of the ceremony around around data just goes away. You just hand it around. Yeah, immutability is amazing because it's not just the fact that you can, like nothing else can change it. So you can definitely, you can control side effects because nothing can change this data. So now all of a sudden you can share data between threads without locking. You can do uh, non-blocking updates to using things like atoms and, and then the references that you get out of that, it's safe to hang on to. But it's also the structural sharing, the persistent data structure side, the, how when something takes a data structure and it does a transformation on it and it produces a new data structure, that is memory efficient. And, and so you, it, it unlocks this whole other bag of tricks that, that previously weren't really available to you. So for example, you can know if the value has changed by doing a reference comparison. Right, because because you can't change things in place. So oh, if yeah. if the reference, if you have two different variables that share the same reference, they point to the same the same thing, right? Like you know that that is the exact same value all the way down. Yeah, absolutely. It uh, it's, it's a wonderful speed bump bump that you get with closure. Um, 
Yeah, and and it's it's efficient, right? It's memory efficient, and and kind of on that note, then another thing that I would that I love about closure that makes me recommend it to people is is the fact it is dynamic. And so you're not dealing with like record types all the time, right? The idea of the the maps being more of an open bag of of keys and values, right? It's like an open bag of dimensions. And 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 so you don't need the record creator's permission to ex, ex, to add more data into the map, right? Like you don't Right. You, I don't know if you've ever run into like a a final class in Java <laughs> and it's, you can't even like extend it to add more, more stuff <laughs> into it. And you're just like, so now, now you end up having to make another data structure that has like that, an instance of that final class as a, as a field, because like you needed to decorate it with more information. And so just the dynamicness of, of the data, like, the, like dynamic programming is so helpful, especially for like the information processing type problems, like the data pipelines and and analytics type stuff that you and I work on. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. And you you talking about it as like an open bag of data reminds me of um of when I used to program in Ruby and how Ruby has open classes. You can just take any class you want and just add a function to it or add data to it. And, 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 and I remember running into so many problems because you got so many unexpected behaviors or you expected people, things to be in, 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 in the string class that they weren't in the string class because you were using Rails or you weren't using Rails or whatever. Um, and and it, was, it was not a good thing in Ruby, but it was a, it's a good thing in Clojure because data is essentially uh, inert. Like data can't, can't act. It can't, right. you know, you're not going to accidentally cause it to do a side effect just because you add uh, another key. And so it's all of the benefits of openness without the, you know, the, the, the hindrances of, of open, of, you know, code, I guess. <clears throat> right. With side effects, you're trying to insert a new domino into that chain without it like screwing up that chain reaction of side effects. <laughs> yeah. And and it gets really tricky the more and more you try to insert. Uh, I guess an even better example is like a Rube Goldberg machine. You know, you're trying to add more stages or, or worse yet, you're trying to like insert a stage between two stages that you had carefully engineered. So the ball ran down the ramp and popped the balloon, which made the thing, you know, fly over and hit the other thing. <laughs> and so, so programming turns into an art of like surgically managing these side effects and oh man, and, 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 and trying, like you're running your little Rube Goldberg machine over and over and over and over and over 50 times so that all the side effects get, a, you know, happen get, just right. Get lined up, right. Yeah, and, yeah. And so I like what you were saying about how data is inert. So, so there isn't this cascade of side effects. It really is like, it, it, it makes sense to add more functions that, take that data structure and and produce a new value with it because it, it's not modifying stuff in place. You, you you can't insert yourself into a chain of side effects because there aren't side effects. Yeah. It kind of reminds me back of when you're talking about running with scissors, uh, that talk from Stu Holloway. Um, a lot of times running with scissors is considered to be a bad thing. <laughs> um, right. But, uh, but in closure, you don't have to be careful. Like, 
like in Ruby or in Python or Perl, everything that I've used before, I've always had to be careful about the way that I insert logic. Inserting that dummy, you got to be very careful. But if I don't, you don't have to be careful, then you know, go ahead and run with those scissors. Like, go for it. Right. It's like having scissors in the back of your car going sixty miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> that situation uh, is designed to, to be safe. <laughs> but you're you're going really fast with scissors. <laughs> Do we do we got time for one more, one, one more reason? Sure. Yeah, I think I think one of my one of the reasons. Uh, I guess I can't say it's my favorite because Connected Editor is my favorite, but a really good reason why I recommend Closure is because it's a hosted language. It's a language that doesn't have its own runtime. It finds its home inside the JVM or JavaScript VM, I guess, uh, or the CLR VM, and so no matter where you are in any of those three ecosystems, which are enormous. Basically, those three ecosystems encompass almost every platform that exists out there. Um, and so to know that I can program the same, using the same immutable data structures, the same connected editor, same all those, those facilities we just talked about, but I can do that all in the browser as well as the backend is just incredibly powerful. Yeah, it's it's like taking up residence in a big city as opposed to going out and making your own city, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Cuz then now to. all of a sudden there's all these parts of a city that that you need, you know, you need a gas station, you need a grocery store, you need all this stuff. Well, and uh, and it's not just about the fun stuff to make. It's like you also have to have a sewage system and a, you know, a student's treatment plan and like yes. a, a postal service, like those are not fun. That's right. And so, so somebody at Java has done all that plumbing, I guess, pun, <laughs> pun intended. <laughs> oh, too good. All the plumbing, all the kinds of plumbing that you really don't want to do <laughs> has been done for you. Absolutely. And more. <laughs> so, yeah, you get, you get to go live in, in the city that's already built, but then you get to interact with that city on your terms, I guess. You get to ride your little electric scooter around <laughs> instead of driving, I don't know, some giant gasoline-consuming vehicle. <laughs> right. Or vice right. versa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whatever, whatever's your bag. Yeah, cool. definitely. Well, this has been fun. Yeah. Um, it's been fun talking about why we would recommend closure to somebody. But we would love to hear your questions, dear listeners. So send us your questions. Uh, join us uh, on Twitter. Send us uh, your questions on Twitter at Closure Design. Send us your questions via email, feedback at closuredesign.club. Or hop into our Closurian Slack channel, which is Closure Design Podcast. We would love to hear from you and hear your questions and what's on your mind. Help make this episode go by sending us your questions. Yeah, definitely. Oh, and also, if you have any answers to the question of the week, uh, please let us know. We, we want to know why you would recommend closure to someone. Yeah, definitely. Tell us why you would recommend closure to someone, what, what your big wins with closure are. Uh, send send us messages on Twitter and email and all that too. Or or let's c hop on in the Slack channel. We'll have a big discussion there. Yeah, definitely. Cool. All right. Well, you can also find uh, our past shows and episode. Sorry, our past episodes and show notes on the web at closuredesign.club. Well, I think that's it for this week. We'll be back next week. Thanks for listening. 